0: Today I'm leading you in this session about spiritual milestones okay spiritual milestones these are the levels of Christian maturity spiritual milestones and the levels of Christian maturity hallelujah glory to Jesus are you here praise the name of the Lord so spiritual milestones levels of Christian maturity And before I start, I just want you to think about a little baby, a newborn baby. Uh, Once babies are born, there is this expectation, you know, it's unspoken, but it's a universally accepted expectation that the baby is required to grow, the baby is expected to achieve certain developmental milestones okay the 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 growth such as maybe in length neck control head control being able to sit to crawl being able to stand to cruise being able to you know walk on their own they are universally accepted uh months or dates or age age limit in months uh, where we expect a newborn baby to be able to get these things done glory to jesus now these levels of development neck control bowel control be able to not use a diaper for long now can achieve uh, control of their bowel and their urine these levels are called milestones now the same principle exists in our christian walk and as i'm speaking on the levels of christian maturity and i'm subtitled it spiritual milestones i'm speaking from a new book i'm writing and i'm just bringing you a little bit of it just to help your christian uh, walk now when a newborn is unable to achieve these expected Developments, it becomes a source of concern for both their parents, for both the medical team, and they begin to look for ways to be able to, you know, help these newborns to move into it. Now, spiritually, we have this same level uh, that goes on with us in our Christian walk. And I want you to imagine a newborn baby who is maybe even three years old, four years old, but is struggling to still achieve the expected milestones that is required of them. This is the same thing. And now just reflect on that spiritually to see that concerning yourself, glory to Jesus. Uh, I, in my studies, I've been able to outline eight levels or eight milestones, and I believe there are more, and this is just from my personal study of the word of God, I've been able to outline eight, which I have in this uh, book that i published next year. And I'm going to try and speak from these eight. I don't think we can exhaust all eight. Probably we we'll just end up discussing two or three, but then we can continue that next week. So the first level of Christian maturity, the first milestone that we have is that of the new birth. Glory to Jesus. So this is This is the new birth, John chapter 3, verse number 3 to 6. This is the spiritual birth. This is when we are unsaved and through the grace of God, we come into the place of salvation and deliverance. John chapter 3, verse number 3 to 6. Nicodemus went to Jesus, even when you read from verse 1. He went by night and he said to Jesus that nobody can do the things you are doing except the Lord is with that person nobody can can see this level of miracles except that the lord is with that person and this jesus answered him and said to him that very truly i say to you very truly i say to you no one can see the kingdom what you are talking about these are the characteristics of the kingdom what you are talking about These are the features of the kingdom. Now Jesus says to him, nobody can see this kingdom unless they are born again. This is the first level. Unless they are born again, they cannot discern the kingdom. They cannot discern its principles. They cannot discern its benefits unless they are born again. Now the Jewish teacher was surprised and said, can I enter again into my mother's womb? and jesus says to him again that i tell you you cannot enter into this kingdom unless you are born of the water and the spirit verse number six says for flesh gives birth to flesh and spirit gives birth to spirit glory to jesus now to explain that this is what he means nicodemus thought I had to go back into my mother's womb. Jesus says, No, you have to be purified. You have to be cleansed by the word of God. That is the scripture there. By the word of God, which is the water, and by the operation of the Holy Spirit. So he explains the, the, the womb that is responsible for that new birth is the word of god and it's under the oppression of the holy spirit hallelujah now i'm sure nicodemus is accustomed to this already there's a scripture in ezekiel 35 36 verse 25 to 26 and i will share with you it says i will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean hallelujah and i will cleanse you from all impurities and from all your idols i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you i will remove from you the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh this is what jesus was bringing nicodemus's attention to that for you to be able to descend the kingdom of god and for you to be able to enter means to have a take to have a part in that kingdom even on this earth and in the one to come you need to get into the womb of the word of god you need to be purified by the water of the word and then you need to be cleansed under the operation of the holy spirit ezekiel explains it very well that you are you are cleansed with the water of the word and then he replaces those tendencies and things in you which are not right with his spirit He says, for I will put my spirit in you and I will remove from you every heart of stone. So this is the first milestone that brings us into this walk, And most of us have this already. If you have accepted the Lord Jesus, if you have committed yourself to him, if you have been washed by the word and supervised by the tutelage of the Holy Spirit, you have experienced this new birth. And you can descend the kingdom, and you can see the kingdom. I know today God will bless you so much with this word, and you'll be able to share it with your friends, and you'll be able to, you know, teach them about the things that we need to do rightly for the kingdom. Now, concerning these, this this ter- first step, which is the step of what the new birth, is our first milestone. And it gives the individual access, access to discern, which is to see the kingdom, the principles and to benefit or to take part in the kingdom. So that is the first milestone. And this happens when you give your life to Jesus. And it depends on, I mean, your your level of desire, your level of preparation. People are able to matriculate people are able to graduate from one stage to the other much faster than some others are also very slow and they they just stay at one level and do not want to go ahead and I'll be teaching you that the second milestone the second spiritual milestone is the level of early infancy so these are infants you know in medical terms an infant I think it's between zero to one uh, years and but we have early infants and as I've categorized this into eight This level of infancy, we have the early infants, the Greek calls it the nephews, and these are very immature people. These are like children who are entirely dependent on a mature person for everything. At this level of early infancy, they are not able to speak naturally and so it is as we bring it into the word of god and i will explain this to you for you to get it you will be so blessed and you'll be able to identify the level of maturity that you are in god you'll be able to find your milestone and now you'll be able to you know work on it and to be able to graduate into good levels look at that first peter chapter 2 verse number 1 to 3 First Peter two verse number one to three. Glory to Jesus. Peter is talking about these early infants in God. Early infants in God. These are the Nepaeus. Nepaeus. Early infants in God. First Peter chapter two verse number one to three. And I really says, rid yourselves, therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and deceit and guile, insincerity, envy, and all slander. And like newborn babies, he says what? Like newborn babies, crave the spiritual milk or desire or long for this milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Now, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, I'll take it again. He says, read yourselves thereof for of all malice and all guile, insincerity, envy, slander, And like newborn babies desire, you can use the traditional um, versions, I think the New King James, it is desire the sincere milk of the word. Hallelujah, the pure milk of the word so that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Now I want to take my time and teach this second level because most Christians are at this level. Most Christians are at this level. And that's why it's important for us to get these teachings right. Most Christians are at this level. Most Christians. Now, what is he saying here? He's saying that this level is a level that is akin to innocence. It's a level that is akin to, you know, innocence. And what is expected of you when you leave the spiritual birth and come into this level of early infancy is for you to to be sincere, is to free yourself from all deceits, to free yourself from all hypocrisy, to free yourself from all forms of envy, malice, jealousy, hatred, and like a newborn. So you you have a lot of duties. And the first one is to get detached from the things of the flesh, is to get detached from the desires of the flesh. God, you are now growing. You've come into a new kingdom. You have been born again. And your next level that you left after the new birth was early infancy, nepeos. And at this level, Peter is saying, you need to do some things. Number one is to get rid of all hypocrisy, get rid of all deceit, get rid of all malice, all the physical things of the flesh. I want you to try and get rid of them. And then what's the second thing he wants you to do? The second thing he says is, is that I want you to crave, I want you to desire. Yes, thank you. He says, I want you to desire the pure milk of the word of God so that you may grow. So he's telling us two things here, put away the old nature, put away the old things. And then secondly, desire, desire this. The people who have graduated, the people who have moved on, After completing the new birth stage into the early infancy stage in Christ, the Bible says they they are expected to let go of the old things they used to do and now begin to have new desires. So if you used to gossip, you need to stop. If you used to backbite, if you you used to lust after women or men, you used to lust after things, you need to stop. You now need to lust. You now need to desire. You now need to go after glory to Jesus. You now need to go after the pure word of God, the sincere word of God. Day and night chasing after the word, not chasing after pastors, not chasing after prophets, not chasing, chasing after miracle workers. He says, like a baby. What do babies do? I mean, God, God God being so good, he's blessed us with a son. And what do babies do? Instinctively, the babies instinctively, they they just go looking for the mother's breast. You put a baby on your chest and in, instantly they just start turning their hairs to where the breast is looking for milk. That is their desire. That is that desire. Now the baby gets used to this milk, this pure milk, that when you change it, you realize that they begin to reject it. They begin to reject it. They don't want it. Now Peter is telling us something here that when we move from the new birth, which most of us listening to me have 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 gone through that already, and so most of us are this new. Uh, early infancy stage in Christ. And he says, when you get there, you need to drop the old baggage. Somebody say, drop the baggage. You need to drop that baggage. You need to drop those things. The, the life of sin. Peter says what? You should get rid of all hypocrisy. You sing in the choir, but you 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 do things that, that we cannot speak in public. You 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 do many terrible things but you are still saved. You, 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 are, you, are, you are newborn in the Lord. He says, I want you to desire. So reshape your desires. Re, reshape your desires. You used, to, you used to desire after certain things. He says, now I want your desire to be after the pure milk, like a new baby who instinctively keeps looking for the mother's milk. That is all they want. A baby who has been exclusively breastfed, is just it's just connected to this pure milk and even if you change it and you give them soda or you give them anything their face changes they're like yeah this is different are you like that we need to desire this pure and the reason why peter and the reason why peter is talking about desiring this sincere milk is because there are some types of the gospel which are not sincere they are the gospel out there which are not packaged or presented in sincerity there's this gospel out there today which is not pure there is this gospel out there today which is not sincere and so peter is saying that once we graduate from the first milestone of the new birth and we come into a new early infancy we need to drop our Old life, the guilt, the hypocrisy, the, the the living of the deeds of the flesh, and now desire the pure milk. I wrote in one of my books, it behooves the individual applying their Christianity to seek God and not people, and to, to seek the word and not stories. You understand? You need to desire, and desire what? The pure milk. Don't desire prophecy. Don't desire any impure word, desire the pure milk there by which you can grow. When you give a, start giving a baby soda and start giving a baby alcohol and vodka, you're going to destroy their, their liver. You're going to destroy their organs. What will make them grow is the pure word, desire the pure word. So, So this level, sadly, is where many Christians are many Christians. I'm speaking about spiritual milestones. And this is from one of uh, my books in the early phases. And I've been able to, through my study outline, eight levels, eight spiritual milestones, eight uh, levels of Christian maturity. And the first one we've described is the new birth, which we believe most of us here have. And then the second one is what we are talking about is early infancy. And at this level, we are seeing that there are people who are battling with the desires of the old they are battling with the things of the flesh they are people who are deep, should pursue the milk pure milk of god and so let's see what happens what are some of the characteristics what happens at this level first corinthians chapter three verse number one to four. First corinthians chapter three verse number one to four thank you lord first corinthians three one to four it says brothers and sisters i could not address you as people who live by the spirit i could not i could not address you as people nrsv is fine i could not address you as people who live by the spirit but as people who are still worldly i could not speak to you as spiritual people but rather as people of the flesh as infants in christ infants in Christ this is what he's saying I fed you with milk and not solid food for you were not ready for solid food and indeed you are still not ready for as long as look at that look at the characteristics of those who dwell at this level he says for as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you are you not of the flesh are you no mere infants behaving according to human inclinations. For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another says, I belong to Apollos, you are just being babies, infants. And then he goes on to rebuke them and tells them about the grace of God that gives increase. Now, this this Corinthian church had Christians in there who did not want to grow. And I explained to you, the normal expectation of anybody who comes through the new birth is to grow is to grow but but the the problem now is that many christians are not aware that how in the natural how we have babies growing and going through these developmental milestones such uh steps are also in the realms of the spirit in the christian world and you are expected to grow and so paul sees a group of people and and he's able to categorize their level by their characteristics and so first peter when we read it he said that if you are at this level, you need to drop the old nature. You need to drop your, your inclinations of sin and evil and lust of the flesh and jealousy and hatred. Drop all those things and desire one thing, the pure word. Now, Paul sees a group of people who are quarreling. They are choosing between pastors. One says, I belong to Paul. The another group says, we belong to Apollos. In 2019, I preached a sermon about discipleship. And I said, most people in churches today pursue the pastors and not Jesus Christ and so they have fixed their eyes on them and they become pastorians pastorians and not Christians this is what was happening in the Corinthian church others were saying I am a Paulinian." others say I am a, 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 say, I am a yes and even now now on social media in Ghana there are some movements like that going on when people are saying I am a this and then they add a name to it and I don't want I don't want to have trouble with anybody so I'm not going to mention anybody's name but i I belong to this and you see the sad thing is that there are many people who are embarrassed if you ask them to turn on their social media and put on a video and say I am a Christian I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ they will not do it but these people are in haste saying I am this I am a Polarian I am an apollian And this one says, I am a this. I am a this. You see, and these these sects or these factions are what Paul rebuked. Now, the interesting thing today is the preachers who are getting this kind of people following them and and, and then sects of names are enjoying it. Paul looked at them and rebuked them. Verse 6 and 7, he said, who is Paul? Who is Apollos? And I'm saying it today to those preachers. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you that the name we have as Christians, today people have coined that name for themselves. And so if it's, if it's a, a, a group that they call Paul, they call them P- Polarians. So we are Polarians. And everybody will come and say, I am a Polarian. And this one is say, I am a Ap- Apollian. And this one say, I am this. Listen, I remember many years ago, not too long, maybe five years ago, I'd come from a meeting in Tema, in Ghana, where I went to speak. And there were many miracles. I was driving the vehicle with my wife. And then I, I said something out of the blue. I said, wow. So is this me that when I lay my hands on the sick, everybody's getting healed? And then immediately, I knew it was the Spirit of God that spoke to my wife. I don't even know if she remembers. The way she turned her face and looked at me with a certain look and said, you, who are you? Who are you? I'll never forget it. Immediately, all that nonsense left my head. And I'm challenging those preachers. Now somebody comes, oh, there's this movement. There is no movement other than the movement of Jesus Christ. No, any pastor who is enjoying. And they, are, you see, Christians, it, people don't realize it. Christians was the name. So today, if there's a group called... Um, Rasta, Rasta, then because that pastor's his prayer time or his teaching time is called Rasta, so now the group is called Rasterians. And then this is what was happening in the Corinthian church. Paul said, the people were saying we are Polarians. Others were saying we are Apollians. And he says, who is Paul and who is Apollos? And I'm saying that to them. Who are you? Who are you that, that you are? And, and you know, they are not able to rebuke people, to say no. There is no other sect than the sect of Jesus Christ. And I I probably may lose friends over this, but I really, I, I can't be bothered. The truth is the truth. There is no other sect other than Jesus Christ. There is no movement other than Jesus Christ. Christianity is the only name we have. There is no Polarian. There is no Rasterian. There is no Apollyon. There is nothing. There is Christianity. And those who are ashamed to mention jesus but are quick to stand up in defense of pastors i belong to this this is what was happening in the corinthian church. paul said that you are still infants and you are you are not spiritual people you are carnal people you are worldly people and what what was he saying he said as so long as there's jealousy among you and there's quarreling and there's divisions among you this is it you are still immature this is the level of early infancy in the law hebrews chapter 5 hebrews chapter 5 verse number 12 to 14. yes who are you i come and 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 that was the day i had my reality check. i mean i naturally as a person i'm quite down but this one i, I mean i was a bit shocked, So, is it me and you know who are you who are you who are you from that day i prayed for deaf ears to open by God's grace, seeing blind eyes open, seeing the lame work, I dissociate myself from that encounter completely. Completely. This has nothing to do with me, my God. Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 12 to 14. Look at that. He says, in fact, verse number 12, for though by this time you ought to be teachers. He said, though by this time you to you need someone to teach you the elementary truth, the basic elements of the oracles of God. You need milk and not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is still an infant. Unskilled in the word of righteousness, but solid food is for the mature, for those whose faculties, for those whose faculties have been trained by practice, by use, To be able to distinguish good from evil. Now look at at this. And I keep saying the majority of Christians are at this level. This is the next level after new birth. And it's very sad. Because even from my simple word study for some weeks now, I discovered eight levels. And I'm sure there are many down there. But I'm saying that after the new birth, the second level is where majority of Christians are. He says that you should, again, look at the characteristics. Early infants in Christ, you are still somebody who has been saved. Yes, you are. But you have not let go of hypocrisy. You have not let go of, of the old nature. You have not let go of jealousy. You have not let go of hatred, malice, quarreling. You have not let go of the lust of the flesh. You have not let go of the many things that you used to do. You haven't. You are not desiring the sincere well word the milk the pure one that is not your desire as for you preachers who excite you are the ones that you look for preachers who talk about who, you know they, they they have so compressed you know the the expanse of god's word and made it to fit uh human traditions and so they say things that that will tickle people you know things the struggles that people are going through I preached the Sermon in Discipleship many years, uh, 2019. I told people that we need to disciple the church because, and let people know that sometimes their first miracle, which is the miracle of the new birth, may be the only miracle they will enjoy in this work of Christianity. And that miracle is enough because it saves you from eternal damnation, glory to Jesus. It's enough, we need to tell people that maybe they will not see that miracle again the first your initial miracle that brought you to jesus may be enough to take you through this journey yet it's not enough for many christians i have said time and time again the greatest breakthrough we need is the breakthrough of jesus christ knowledge of jesus christ and encounter with jesus christ all other breakthroughs will fall in line when we align ourselves with that yet we and i used to do that when i started ministry Uh, financial breakthrough, Uh, this breakthrough, this breakthrough. There is no other breakthrough that can be found outside our initial and primary breakthrough, the breakthrough of encountering the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who have truly encountered him and have matriculated in the levels of maturity, they do not talk about other breakthroughs. Look at this. These people, according to Hebrews 5, cannot tolerate sound doctrine. These are Christians. These have been saved by the new birth. These have passed from the new birth, and now they are Nepeos. They are early infants in Christ. They they have expectations, we saw in 1st Peter 2. They are supposed to let go of some nature and desire the milk, but they are not. We see those who tarry in this stage, those who remain long in this stage, they cannot tolerate sound teachings. They cannot tolerate the true teachings about righteousness. They continue to need milk. They have not trained themselves and their faculties have not been discipled and trained to be able to separate good from evil. These are those that follow people. These are those that go after everybody. They go everywhere and they have may not have even followed the truth of God. This is so, so severe. Now, I have so much to say. I have so, so much. That's why I'm putting it in the book. I have so much to tell you. You, you, most Christians are at this level. I'm asking you, have you let go of, of, of the things of the past? Have you let go the last of the flesh? Have you let go the things of, 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 of old jealousy, hatred? These things are so common in church. And Peter and Paul, they are all saying that those that hang on to this are chosen not to grow out of early infancy. There are many pastors like that. I'm telling you, there are many people like that. These people have not grown. They have not trained their faculties. There is a young man in Ghana now, all over on the social media. Before he became this popular, the Lord showed me a vision about him. I saw the fathers of the land standing somewhere, and I saw this young man. I had not known him at the time. I only had heard about him. I saw him run and go grab a very big like a suit a jacket a suit and he dressed like one of the fathers but he was like a like a three-year-old boy who had just learned to walk and he had this big clothes on and he started running towards where the fathers and standing among them and saying he's also a father and then i was telling like in the video, somebody should tell him to slow down and wait to grow in the attire there are many people and i've told you There are many Christians who are not aware that they need to grow. Because if I, and my time is almost up now, but as I'll be explaining to you probably next week, you realize that it is so dangerous to remain at this level. Very dangerous. And I'll try to share some of these things. Let me just go on to the next level. So this is our second level, and I'm trying to summarize them for us to go on. This is our second level. These people are are still there. These people have not they have not grown. These people have not exercised their faculties. They cannot descend. They cannot descend. An entire church somewhere in Canada had reported a prophet or a pastor they hosted for a week, on a week revival. They had reported him to the police to arrest him that he had come to dupe them. Now, and, and this, was, this was voluntary. I don't know the things he told them, but they started giving him money. They started, everybody was giving him money. They were emptying the accounts for him. And later, probably they came to the, their senses and they went to the law. It was so funny, right? Because the Bible is saying that if you have you have grown from that level of early infancy, you have exercised, you have trained your faculties, and you are able to discern right from wrong, good from evil. Just there is a the litmus test for you and I. Have you grown from this level or you are still at the level one? Are you still at this level? Because are you still holding on to the old nature? Are you not desiring the sincere milk? If people would only take a step back and self-reflect, they will hear God's voice clearly. They will hear God's voice clearly. The, The problem is not false prophets. The problem is prophets, genuine prophets who have left their first love. They are the ones that confuse people false prophets are easy to pick out but those who misconstrued peter said the sincere word of god to be honest with you god's true servants are not popular people Um, and i'll say it again if you see people so excited and engraved in popularity 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 be very careful god's true servants I'm not very popular people. Jesus Christ when the multitudes were coming in, he said the Bible says he ignored them, he went to hide because he knew what was in the heart of men. Today the preachers actually embrace it. In fact, it is it is it is a known fact, even though it's anecdotal, that we celebrate you know 10,000 subscribers, 100,000 subscribers and now we come out with fanciful names, African Christians. This is a new movement there is no movement except that of Jesus Christ. And people who are embarrassed to talk about Jesus but are confident and bold to stand up for pastors. they are immature people and they are being deceived. there is no movement. oh this is a new movement. oh this is a new movement there is there is none. I'm telling you there is none. you you are not students of history. Many such things started and they have all disappeared. many glory to jesus i pray that after the new birth you will enter into early infancy and then from there you have to go look at look at this scripture look at this scripture isaiah isaiah chapter 28 verse number nine isaiah chapter 28 verse number nine i see most of you online share it share share it and let people hear share it and let people hear and when you are coming online share the link to somebody to also join you isaiah 28 verse 9 whom will he teach knowledge and to whom will he explain the message those who are weaned from milk those taken from the breast they are the people god will teach them. this is so fearful this is so fearful paul said i wanted to give you solid food but i could not because you were still depending on milk you are still not grown out of this phase you are still with jealousy and hatred you had you had factions in the church you had factions in the family some of you belong to this some of you belong to that you ought to have matured and to be teachers but you are not i have solid food for you but you could not now the prince of prophets isaiah says in isaiah 28:9 to whom will the lord teach knowledge To whom will God reveal the message to? He says, those who have been weaned from milk, those who have graduated from early infancy, they have left milk and now they are eating solid food. They are those that God reveals knowledge to. Have you seen why there's a lack of knowledge now? Because majority of Christians are still at this level of infancy they've refused to grow Was it Hebrews 5 that we read it says for when you should have been teachers by now you should have been mature people by now you should have been those who would have graduated from this stage and be teaching others you are still remaining at this level and needing milk and so you juxtapose this with the scripture I feel the anointing of God hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. You put these together and you realize that whom will he teach knowledge? Whom whom will he reveal the message to? Those who have been weaned from milk. Those who have been weaned from milk. Those who have been weaned from milk. Yes. Have you been weaned from milk? Have you been weaned from milk? Have you been weaned or you are still somebody who is so quick to be angry quick 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 you, are, you cannot descend your faculties are not trained there's no bout of knowledge you can go for anointing oil after anointing oil i've seen one of man of god one of the big big names in ghana La- a year ago he had some oil he had gallons of oil he said he had brought from israel and then and then he, they, they were fetching it in the church this is the oil of breakthrough then ne- the next time i see him is doing uh, oil of deliverance. So 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 for how long Because I have said time and time again on these teachings I do, that our God is not transactional. Our God is not a transactional God. And if we claim to have received the oil of breakthrough or the oil of deliverance, why are we next year still doing another program that says, answer me, oh Lord. Answer me, oh Lord. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. And train your faculties to be able to discern right from wrong. Only then would you have matured. Only then will God visit you with the gift of knowledge. This, These milestones and the expectation of the Lord for his children to matriculate from one realm to the other was one of the reasons why God gave spiritual gifts. It was one of the reasons why God gave spiritual gifts. Uh, man got find that scripture, I think it's in uh, He gave g- gifts unto men. He gave this for the edification of the church, for, for the sanctification, you know, for the perfection until we all come into the image and the stature of that perfect man, Jesus Christ. So so the, uh, the reason why God gave gifts as apostles, as prophets, as evangelists, as pastors and teachers was in line with the expected progressive development of Christians. Along these milestones, he says that um, he gave gifts, the gifts he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and some teachers. And what is the reason? What is the reason? And I have written a book about the prophetic ministry and the benefits of it, and and I have a new revised edition coming out, which is the role of the prophetic ministry in divine self-disclosure. And what I've tried to write in some of those books is that through there may be some external roles of the prophetic ministry in God revealing himself to people, But in this new dispensation and covenant, we have entered into a broader realm of the spirit. In Joel chapter two, verse 28, it says, I will pour my spirit on all flesh and all categories of people, all age groups are receiving the spirit. Now, one spirit is being poured. Loose, clever hand, delebe. What presence? Thank you, Jesus. One spirit is being released and there are many different manifestations of the same spirit. For old men began to dream dreams, those whose capacity were young started prophesying, others started seeing visions. So these these, these truths of the era in which we are in tends to overrule any dependencies, extreme dependency of Christians on people who have been appointed into the apostolic ministry the prophetic ministry the teaching ministry the pastoral ministry and the evangelistic ministry and going back to that he said he gave them these gifts to do what to equip the saints to do what in the unity of faith for the work of ministry and to build up and to build them up so to equip them to help the work of ministry and to build these christians so that what So until we all come in the unity of this faith into the knowledge, until we grow into a new realm of knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the measure of the full stature of Christ. And as I'll be explaining, these levels of Christian maturity end at the level of the stature of Christ. Those at that level are those whom the Bible says that they shall be co inheritors with Jesus Christ in the world to come. These are the people who shall rule over nations with Jesus Christ in the world to come, these people. Now, sadly, today, many people who receive the apostolic unction, the prophetic oil, the evangelistic, the pastoral, the teaching, have ignored the true purpose for which God gave those gifts. And now they are using this to control people, to manipulate people, and for self-gain. They have gone in the ways of Balaam and Dota, and they will have their reward. Now, I will explain it to you because people will be saying stuff like, so why did God give them those gifts? I am a medical doctor. I trained as a medical doctor. When they trained me and gave me that knowledge, there were expectations for it. After leaving the school, if I decide to engage in bad practices, if I des- even though I've been endowed with knowledge, if I choose to engage in bad practices, it does not discredit their giving me that initial knowledge. No. It is a choice of human will. And there are many people today who are not equipping the things because because the role, the the ministry is to help those in new birth to grow. That's it, to help those in early infancy to grow. And as I'll be showing, there's another level where we get into children. So the first is new birth, and I have a few minutes to close. The new birth, and then from there, we get into early infancy, which is the napeos. And these are people who cannot speak. So this group of people, they are just, they have not let go of the flesh. They are not desiring the milk. And they are just staying in this realm and they cannot speak. These are very, very immature people. Very, And they are still saved. And, and then and then the, the, the role of the helpers, those people who were given this grace of God to be able to help these people mature, they have also abused, some of them, not all of them, have abused the original identity which god gave them that all right now the next level i think i will try and talk about the next level and then i can continue this next week the next level is children okay so these are these are these are still like infants but these are now they've left you know in medicine zero to one infancy they've now left that they've entered like toddlerhood or something so we did early birth we did um early the new birth We did infancy, you know, and now we are talking about children. The Greek says techno. These people are speaking, but they are still children. The The group that I discussed now, they do not even speak. They depend on people to express themselves. These are children. Now, this is where I'll try to give you a little gist of this, and then we'll continue next week because of the time so that we can pray. Children, these are speaking, but these are still children. are still children and i'll show you that and their role is so sad this group of people they are so sad because they 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 have now left the infancy stage they've been able to let go of some of these things and they desire the word of god and they are growing now but they have still not exited the realm of childhood in christianity childhood in christianity i'll just give you a brief gist of them and then we will continue it next week uh show galatians chapter uh number four i don't know if i should jump into Romans. there's so much i want to say but i hope that i'll be able to uh teach you and i hope you are being blessed uh, by this so now we are talking about children and now we've done early birth uh, new birth we've done early infancy now we are talking about Late infancy and childhood. Okay. And these people can speak now. They are probably been mumbling a few words. Mama, Dada, one, two, three. They are doing that, but they are still children. They have not left uh, children. After that stage, we have a mature child and probably have to do that from next week. Don't forget the scripture in Isaiah 28, 9. It says, To him shall he teach those who have been weaned of milk, those who have been completely taken of milk. You understand sometimes the children, they can leave that early infancy stage, but they are still on milk. Two-year-old is still on milk. 18 months is still on milk. It's expected to have solid food, now it's still on milk. Now, the danger of that, and I'll just give you a teaser here, is in this, that the air, Galatians chapter 4. Now, all of us, let, let me backtrack a little bit so that it will help. All of us, as we go through these milestones, uh, and I showed you, as we saw in Ephesians chapter 4, we are growing to become mature as Jesus Christ. So we have a certain format we are following. Now, now, when we grow, this new birth positions us on a path of kinship. Kingship. Yes. We have joined royalty. Ah, uh, is it First Peter 2:9? He says, For uh, he has translated us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom, a holy nation, a royal priesthood, you know, brought us into this kingdom of light. We who once were not a people, we have been moved from corruption and be brought into light. We who once were not a people. Now, in Romans chapter 8, as I'll be teaching you next week explains how we are children and we are heirs and so everybody on this path is on a path to kingship royalty now galatians 4 now say that and i'll close now and we'll pray galatians 4 verse 1 onwards says that now this heir those who have come through new birth those who have gone through infancy those who have set on these developmental milestones of the spirit towards the stature of maturity in Christ Jesus and the knowledge of the son of God, they are in line to be heirs and joint heirs with Christ. I'll explain that next week. Now he's saying that as long as this person remains as a child, a technic, a child, a child, as long as he remains as a child that person is no different from a servant or a slave jesus even though that person is in line to be a master over all those things yet because he still has not grown from that level of maturity has not moved out of that milestone and is still with milk and is still immature and is still holding on to things and not desiring the pure milk and has still not trained their faculties to discern right from wrong he says even though he has a new birth even though he can see the kingdom even though he has a part in the kingdom he remains in the kingdom as a servant and as a slave even though he has a title of royalty is expected, the expected royals are still servants because they have chosen to remain, to stay too long where they should. In, in obstetrics, when the child stays too long in the birthing canal, when it's supposed to come out, they get asphyxiated and they die. Many Christians have gone through this new birth experience. Many Christians have even interestingly come through early infancy and they have decided to stay, to not grow, because they love the things of this world, because they are not ready to sacrifice. And those people, Scripture is saying, sadly, even though these have the right to royalty, the right to rule, the right to dominion, the right to stand in the same place with Jesus, even though these are supposed to be heirs and kingsmen and kingswomen they remain in the kingdom as slaves they remain in the kingdom as servants they are not in hell they are in the kingdom but they are slaves and they are servants even though even though they should be masters overall such a sad story such a sad story And but these people are put under guardians and stewards. Those are those in the offices of the apostolic ministry, the pastoral ministry, the prophetic ministry. I tell you, I tell you, as the Lord was teaching me this, I was I was so surprised. Listen, these are guardians and stewards who are supposed to steer these heirs of salvation through their developmental stages to the maturity of the Son of God. To Come to that full stature of Jesus Christ, not to not to not to make money and profit from them. I remember I entered a service. A prophet I just returned from the US. The prophet saw me said, Hey Dr. Borden, please come here. Bring five thousand dollars and let me let me pray for you. Listen, do they make gains of people? Paul said, We are not of them that handle the word of God with deceit. We are not of them that handle this word. For financial gain there are people who are out there who should be guardians and stewards who are milking their children who are milking the heirs who are milking people instead of helping them to grow in their spiritual maturity there are ministers out there whose excitement is just that you add to the numbers that fill their church There are ministers out there whose joy is that you add to their social media population and they have no interest in you coming through the ranks as proper guardians and proper stewards. Apostles are guardians. Prophets are stewards, are guardians. They are stewards, pastors, evangelists, teachers. Those who have matured in the Lord are stewards who are supposed to help those who have remained at where they should have gone to be able to graduate and grow So that heirs, princes, princesses will not live in the kingdom as slaves. Yet today, what do we see? Many believers, many believers are living as slaves and servants. And this is the sad state of the church. And I want us to start going into prayer now. Today, I was able to address three of the eight levels of Christian maturity that I've been able to, the Lord has led me to study about. And these are milestones of the Spirit. And we are expected as Christians to be able to grow. So the first one we discussed today was the new birth. And Nicodemus had come to Jesus, inquiring about all the wonderful things that the Lord had done through the man Jesus. And Jesus said to him, teacher, teacher of the Jews, listen, if you are not born by the word of God and supervised by the spirit, if you are not cleansed and purified, you can't even see this. You cannot discern this and you cannot be a part of it. And he wanted to see it and he wanted to be a part of it. So that is the first one. Now, when we come into the Lord, when we move from the kingdom of darkness into light, our eternal faith is saved. This is the level where we are saved. I believe, even I've not studied much into that area yet, but I believe in heaven there will be many, many groups of people. There will be some who will be far away from Jesus, there will be some who will be situated in very far places because they finish the new birth, but they remain as early infants. Unwilling to grow, unwilling to grow. And then we saw that was the second stage. Then the third stage that we saw was children and these, and I'm here to teach on that. But we saw in Galatians 4 that even though all these are on the path to royalty, because they have chosen to remain as children, they are no different from servants and slaves in the kingdom. So in the kingdom, there are those who have been born in you and they are early infants then they are children and now these children are being likened to servants in the kingdom also so they are servants in the kingdom and they are not part of the heirs they are not part of royalty but we have been told today that children who refuse to grow they are no different from these servants thank you lord begin to pray begin to consider yourself and look into this life and see where you are. There are many, many levels I'll tell you about next time. There are mature children. There are those. Then there are the level of friends. Then there are the level of ambassadors. Then there's a level of sons or sonship or kinship royalty. And then there's a level of intercessors. And 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 there, that these levels before we get to the stature of Jesus Christ and those those levels of intercessors are those people who are able to engage God and tell God to change his mind. Change your mind. How dare you say that? Why are you say you destroy these people? Change your mind and the Lord can change his mind. Woo, glory. And there are those levels of ambassadors and they are those who, who have entered into this realm of kingship or sonship. And they are the people whose scripture says they will be joint heirs, they will be, co- it's not, it's not the, it's not the early infants who will be heirs with Jesus Christ. No, no, no. The early infants have not left gossiping, jealousy. They have not. This is biblical. They, they don't have any, any, any share with him. Children, they are still servants and slaves. They don't have any place to sit with him. When, when, when the two sons of uh, they came to Jesus and their parents came to Jesus and said can you let them sit at your left and right and he said you have no idea what you are talking about are you able to drink of this cup so I'll be explaining these uh, as we go on and we'll be having our three days fasting also uh, coming in this month of October I'll give you the date please begin to thank God reflect on these things I've said today and begin to thank God whatever you are thank him thank him, thank him for your life, thank him, pray, pray to him now, pray that God, help me forgive my sins, help me to grow. You know yourself, maybe you are still just in the first class, early infants, because you cannot even discern truth from evil, good from evil, you have not left the old things, you have not left the things of the flesh. You have not left all those things. And so you are holding on to these things. Paul said, I cannot give you solid food because there's jealousies and fightings and quarreling among you. And you are still infants, mere infants in the Lord. Pray that the Lord will help you to grow out of this stage. The Lord will help you to grow out of this stage. Pray. Pray to him wherever you are now, in the name of Jesus. Malekeshekeriada. Lord, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Move us, O oh God. Those of us still at early infancy, O oh God. Move us, O oh God. Those of us who have gotten into childhood are still remain. Look at the, the, the scripture of Galatians 4. It's so severe. He says, "You are in the kingdom, all right. Yes, you can see it, all right. Yes, but you have no part in it. You you are just like Nicodemus. You have no part in it because you are you will be like a slave in the kingdom. You will be like a servant in the kingdom. Meanwhile, you are in life for royalty." And many, many, many servants, slaves. Many servants, slaves. Pray, pray that God will help you to desire. Pray. He says that these ones desire like a baby instinctively just looks for the mother's breast milk. You just desire, 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 desire this pure word. Stop chasing after people. Stop chasing after prophets. God's genuine people do not seek popularity. No, no, they withdraw from people. No, they hide from people. No, they are very quiet people. They are very reserved. They are with God. They are not in pursuance of popularity. No, no. Whose faculties have been much trained to discern good from evil. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to discern false teachings from 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 the genuine one help me to separate preachers who who do not present the pure word the pure word i was listening to one of the big men the big man talking speaking for one of the big prophets as i was listening you could you could if if god has helped you to develop your your faculties you realize all he's saying is going to end on money all he was saying and this altar you have to build and this thing you have to do and you have not given any sacrifice the whole teachings and ministry about Africa and most part of the western world is centering on money yet the sacrifice that God requires from us primarily is a sacrifice of ourselves first and not money he says if I were hungry I will not tell you. If I needed money, I will not tell you. The cattle on, on the thousand hills, the thousand hills of cattle, they belong to me. They belong to me. The rams, the cattle, the bulls, they belong to me. If I, had, I needed money, I will not tell you. Yet, listen, listen. There's not a single message that ends without challenging you to give money. The sacrifice that God requires from you is a sacrifice of your life, your heart, the purity, the sincerity. So he said, give up jealousy, give up hatred, give up biting, give up quarreling, give up this old nature. That is what you are supposed to give up. You cannot hold on to this and be the best sponsor of a thriving ministry and think that you have a share with the Lord. You have no share with him. You, you have no share with him. You have no share with him. Everything has become money-centered. Ministers are now building Babylon instead of Zion. They are building Babel instead of Zion. They are building their own empires instead of Zion, instead of the promise of God. Those who have, should have been guardians and stewards who should help Christians who have remained stuck in the levels of milestones and maturity to graduate, they are now feeding on them. It says your princes." they they take bribes and your prophets and priests are also taking money to minister to you that is what the bible said in ezekiel they are now feeding on the people we are supposed to grow to grow to grow to grow love 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 prayer love purity i preached a message in 2016. today that pastor doesn't even talk to me i preached in this church purity before power Purity before power, love before prayer. Every young Christian coming up wants to be popular. God did not call us into popularity. God did not call anybody to be popular. In fact, when Moses had an, did an act that was supposed to crucify the Lord the second time, God never forgave him. There are many people who are doing the same thing today, trying to compete to, to compete against the Lord, you have a movement. What movement do you have? There is no other movement. Peter said, there is no name given on heaven or earth by which men shall be saved. Today, go to Ghana. Go and listen. This thing says, I belong to Paul. Polarians, Rastafarians. This one says, yes, I am a Rastafarian. Yes, I am a Polarian. Yes, I am a polian Paul said, he rebuked them, First Corinthians. He said, who is Paul? Who is Apollos? Who is Paul? There is no movement. Go to Nigeria and see. He said, This is a global movement. There is no new global movement. Only one movement. That movement is the movement of Jesus Christ. Pray, pray, pray that your faculties should be trained by use to be able to discern good from evil. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. You are holding on to things. You need to give up. You need to give up. Lord, help me grow. I want to grow. I want to leave this stage. I want to come into the realm of mature children. I want to come into the realm of friends. He said, no longer do I call you servants. There are servants. There are servants in the kingdom, may you not be a servant, even though you are royalty, may you not be a servant. This is, I do no longer call you servants, but now I call you friends, because a servant does not know what i will be teaching you next Sunday, Kaya Basate. He said now, you are children, you are sons, you are heirs. that's another level. And because you are sons, then you are heirs, you have entered into co-inheritance with Jesus Christ. Jesus, pray. Pray that you grow. If there's anything that you want to let go, you have to let go. You have to let go. I'll be teaching you next Sunday. You, you need to deny yourself. You need to suffer with the Lord. Most of us have denied Jesus before naked women. Most of us have denied Jesus before politicians. Most of us have denied Jesus before money. Most of us have denied Jesus before promotions. Yes, yes. How can you partake of this? No, 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 no. Pray that he forgives you. Pray that he forgives you. Pray that he forgives you and pray that you will be reconciled to the truth in him so that you can grow, so that you can grow, so that you can grow. You don't want to be in the kingdom and be a servant. You have no idea. You don't want to be in a kingdom when we are by the law, where we have no need for light. He says the city will have no need for light, for the Lord himself will be their light. You will be far away. You will be far away, still in heaven, but you are far away, far away, far away. Because you chose not to give up some things after your new birth. Oh, Jesus. By this revelation, I believe there will be many levels in heaven. Levels which are closer in proximity to the Lord Jesus. And people will be very far away. Pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Thank you for those listening right now. Thank you for those who will listen later lord we are asking for that spirit of discernment the characteristics of mature children they are able to discern right from wrong they do not hold on to the old nature anymore grant us our strength to live oh god just like you want and get out of these old sins and these old habits we pray lord that you deliver us from evil the deception of the impure word of god those that present the insincere word of God, that, Lord, you open our eyes to discern them and to move away from them. We give you praise. And, Lord, may we see the end of this year, and may we grow, may we grow, may we grow. In Jesus, Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.